Have you been scrolling through many, many, many film podcasts thinking there's far too many of these? Or have you been thinking there's something missing? There's something we're not quite getting. A waffler from Northern England reviewing films, for example. Welcome to oh, Review It Yourself. No politics, no pandering, no point. Okay, everybody, welcome um, to oh, Review It Yourself. I'm sat here with Mark from 100 Things We Learned From Film. Is that right? You're just about right. You get you got it. You got it right first time. Oh, thank God uh, most that. people don't, so you're all right. Well done. No, it's all right. Um, well, I won't be getting much right for very much longer because I've got the, <laughs> the spice from on the go. But uh... spice from and COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, the mix we've always wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what it's what your nana warned you about, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Spice from and COVID. That. Yeah. I might title the episode that, we'll see. I think you should. Yeah, yeah I definitely should. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this is going to be a good laugh. So yeah, we're going to do, uh, we're reviewing The Mummy. Um, I almost said The Mummy Returns, we're not reviewing that one. Um, oh, the I Mummy. hope not, because I've not watched it. You've never seen it? <laughs> no, I've seen it, but I've oh, watched yeah. it for this. I Jesus, know, what, was... what do you want from me, man? Do you want me to watch all six of the films? Six? That'd have been it. There's only three. But I mean, no, no only... do we it's count bit... Scorpion King 12? The, re- no. the, re- the, the, the return of Scor- Scorpionock. <laughs> the first Scorpion King is decent. I mean, for what it is, I haven't seen any of these. What, with the PS1 graphics? It's not that good, mate, I can assure you. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. <laughs> what can you do? What, what can you do? Nothing. It's yeah. it's committed to celluloid, mate. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. We're not here for I that. I know, exactly. See what I'm, I, We're not here for that. I was going to say stop distracting me, but I, I, I do that well enough on my own. It's <laughs> just what I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're here to uh, look at um, Stephen Summers' uh, 1999 film. Uh, I have to, I don't usually do this, this uh, but um, the music's by Jerry Goldsmith. Absolutely unbelievable music in this mm-hmm. film. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it basically follows a group of, uh, I was going to say intrepid explorers, but they're not. They're just an absolute bunch of misfits. Just people thrown together, aren't they? Oh, yeah. It's just, um, it's one of those films. It's just the kind of films I don't think we get anymore, unfortunately. That are just a pure popcorn film. Um, that you just people absolutely love the good natured, good humoured. They they manage not to be too cheesy. I, this is the, Mark's side nodding and looked at me in a way that's like someone's coming and no, I'm not going to like it. We do we do still get pure popcorn films, uh, but they're not very good. And, mm. and I and I really enjoyed revisiting this. I, I, I honestly did. Uh, if I ha- if you'd asked me to watch Jungle Cruise. Uh, I'd, have, I'd have driven over <laughs> because uh, it was one of the worst films I've seen in the last 18 months. Jungle. Oh, that's the one with Jack yeah. White. Oh. Not to be confused with Tom Cruise, that guy with the big one tooth in the middle. Yeah. yeah who, uh, who, re, who, re, who remade the, who remade the mummy and yeah. massacred oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You remember when that came out, it came out with them. Um, the only thing anybody ever remembers about that film is the fact the trailer came out and went on TV without the, like, the sound, without the sound mix. So all yeah. you got was Tom Cruise like about to die in the plane crash, going like ah, ah. yeah, and everyone was like, "What the <laughs> hell is this?" That was the that was the future of the uh, the Universal Dark Universe, whatever they yeah, were going to do. So they had, if you remember, there was that Wolfman film from the oh, mid two thousands. Guillermo del Toro. Gu- I, think. No, I don't know if but- it was del Toro, but it was your man, uh, your, your man that that 
God, I can't remember. I'm, as, as my listeners will know, I'm very good <laughs> at not knowing what anybody's called. Uh, See, but yeah, my, da- my dad's seen that film. I haven't. But I remember him saying it was quite good, the, the remake of The Wolfman. But yeah, they, they tried to kind of start it up and then they didn't. And then they tried to start it yeah. up again because they had um, yeah. they had like Russell Crowe in it as Je- Dr. Jekyll. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll, Hyde and, yeah. Um, they were trying to, they did that, they did that whole um, Batman versus Superman thing where they were like, oh, here's a scene where we're going to f- find out all about yeah. these people. Wink, wink, nudge, yeah. nudge. They should have just rolled it up and just had text like we're going to, this is the beginning of this. But it never went yeah. anywhere because it was sh- No, it didn't. It was no, shit. No, it That's why. I know I said I wasn't Yeah, oh, say, absolutely. It was I, shocking. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Your man, uh, your man Summers, though, has, has got form for this type of thing, isn't he? Now, I really, really loved um, Deep Rising. Do you remember Deep Rising? I've never seen it, you know. I'm sorry. I know yeah. This, yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, but but it's it's the, the, there's a slight age disparity between you and I. Um, so Deep Rising was kind of a um, uh, was like a late '90s um, kind of horror type is it monster. Set on a, is it set on a board? It's set on a boat. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's yeah. And he wrote it and directed it and produced it and all. That. So he was he was kind of in that. It, you know, in that level, um, the mummy stuff was was absolutely, you know, it was an absolute animal. Both of the this and the yeah, mummy I, returns. I read, I read about that one. You've just mentioned it. It's definitely in this book because it talks about when he went, went because the Universal were looking for somebody to do the mummy and remake it as a horror yeah. film, like a proper horror film. But Stephen Summers came and was quite young, and he was like, "Look, we're gonna, I want to make it as this sweeping romantic epic." And what a job <laughs> he did of it, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think I think this is the last kind of fantasy horror thing I've really enjoyed. He was also responsible for that Van Helsing film, which I've started three times and never finished. Mm, yeah, I think I'm the same. Do you know what? Speaking of films, and I don't care. If the, I'm not trying to be controversial. I have a hot take or any of that crap because I don't know what hot takes are. Um, the, I I tried to. Speaking of like popular things that you can't get through, I tried to watch that. Don't look up last night. Given I'm in COVID isolation, there's really nothing else to do. Um, so I was there isn't. So I started to watch it. I got 20 minutes in and I was like, I'm turning this off. It was boring. I, the jokes were flat. It was like that awkward humour that I'm like, this is not. And it, it was trying to do satire and it wasn't like Doctor Strange, was it? I thought, no, this is going off. I think, I off. think knowing, your, knowing your political views uh, off air, <laughs> I think if there was a 90 minute cut, I think you'd get a kick out of it. I think you'd enjoy. I think you'd enjoy a ninety-minute cut, but it's a it's a it's a two and a half hour two and a half hour film. I, I loved it. I thought it was great, but I quite like the awkwardness of the uh, in the loop and in the thick of it and all that I love, kind of I love in thing. The thick of it. I love and I thought it. it was very, very much very veep. I thought it was very veep. Uh, and that and that was enough for me, and it, it doesn't doesn't we're we're used to, we're used to better, I guess. Uh, the the end is brilliant, by the way. The uh, the last kind of thirty minutes. Yeah, believe it or not, just I just, just fast I forward to the last I, thirty minutes. No, I did, I did. Honestly, I'm not lying. I, I stopped at twenty minutes, and I thought I'm going to go to the end and see what happens. So I watched the scene where they essentially all get killed, and they all just sat yeah. there trying to like be all dead nice about it. I tell you what, it lost me. It lost me when it had that scene with uh, Mark Rylance, who's a brilliant actor. I think he's fantastic. And he's doing this kind of weird Steve Jobs yeah. type thing with the high pitched voice. And yeah. there's all them kids stood around with phones. And I was like, this is a bit weird. I don't really know what where they're going with this. And I thought I'd I don't know. You know what? Maybe it might I might have to give it another go. To be fair to it, maybe uh, you, you, I've been you, stuck I in my take room. It, I take it you didn't watch past the credits. No. 
Is that what you okay. got? Is that the, okay. that yeah, the end yeah, bit yeah. you've yeah. done? Right, yeah, okay. no, no, the, the end bit's five minutes after the credits. Yeah, watch that. Oh, watch yeah, that. films that do that. No, 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 but that? watch it, but watch it, because, like, it's over, but it isn't over. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, but the problem is you have to have seen a bit earlier on for it to be funny. It's, yeah, see, it's hard. It's tough I'm, going. Yeah, I, I, assume, I assume you didn't see the bit with um, uh, Ron Perlman. No. The bit with Ron, Ron Perlman's brilliant in it. And, and no, the, the, there's, there's, there's enough in it. I wish I, I wish I could, I wish I could cut it into an 80-minute film for you that was a bit more succinct, that was a bit more interesting. You know what it might be? It might just be the fact I've been stuck in my room for the best part of a week, and I just, I haven't been talking to anybody really, and apart from over the internet. Surely, mate, it's all right to not like a film. Don't feel that yeah. you need to tell us that, that that it's all right to not like a film. Trust I know, me. But sometimes it could be the mood. It could be the mood I'm in. That like that. Not all the time. Usually, my first impressions stay there, and I don't. I don't get over them. But um, a bit like every Daniel Craig film after Quantum of Solace. But okay. um, a bit like The Matrix. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Well, I watched it. I watched it um, with my friend who I did the first podcast I ever did with. Uh, we watched it like the week before we started doing this. And he yeah. was like, what did you think? And I was like, well, it was good, but no more than that. It's a little bit like, and this is this is probably controversial, but you can only be a true to yourself. It's like Lord of the Rings. I watched those all at uni and was like, yeah, they were, they were good. They were interesting, but I wouldn't watch them again. It just didn't fine. do anything for me. The, the, technically, they're very, very clever. But yeah. yes, I understand that. I understand that. Even the trees walked in that fucking film is a line from Clerks 2. So bringing it back to Summers, because Sorry, it's yeah, okay to like a bad film, what's your views on G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra? I really liked it. Yeah, so did I. It's a lot of fun. I really liked Stupid it. fun. Stupid fun. Yeah. There you go. A... I think, I think uh, yeah. we've, we've come back around again. I think we've come back around yeah. again. Oh, like this that. happens. This yeah. happens all the time. It just takes yeah. me 20 Good. minutes to... Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we have the... See, this is the thing. I wondered if you'd pick this up, but um, we had the Ten Plagues of Egypt. I, I jump all over the place. So when Imhotep gets brought back, we have the Ten Plagues of Egypt. Um, spoilers, if you haven't seen this film, what, what have you been doing with your life? Um, <laughs> for, the, what, for, the last, for, for the last, what, 20, 20 it's best part of 25 years? Yeah. 22 years? Yeah, best yeah. part of 25 years since it was made. Okay. What have you been doing with yourself? Um, and uh, we have lice. We've got uh, we've got locusts, flies. Oh, steady on. You, mate, you might have, but I'm all right. <laughs> Well, you no, I'm not going to insult where I'm from. You've got you've got you've got locusts, flies, frogs, fiery hail. The sun turns black. I like eclipses. You've got boils and sores, and then the rivers ran red. Those are only seven that you see in the film because the other three that they don't do. And I've never thought about this before, just because I was watching it and you analyze it a bit more because you you're nitpicky like I am. They don't do three of the um. They don't do three of the like the curses of Egypt. One's lice. Keep the jokes to yourself, Mark. Uh, one is um, uh, like all the diseased livestock dies, and the third one, of course, is the death of the firstborn uh, kings Can't... of Egypt. So that that would be me, that. Sean. I'd be I'd be done. I'd be yeah, finished. So would I. So would I. I'm yeah, the firstborn as well. Yeah. So I'd be done no, for. Um, I mean, it's it's the best we can hope for as we move into the second year of COVID, right? Third year of COVID. Yeah, yeah it's moving uh, into our third year of COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. It's all it's it's all I hope for on a regular basis. Yeah, I've had thought, it twice. I've had prayers, it twice. I've had it almost. If I catch it, well, actually, I tell a lie. If I catch it again, I'll have had it once every year. Bloody thing. Um, so, anyway, so yeah, so it starts off in like 1921. Um, how, no, I tell a lie, it doesn't. It starts off in ancient Egypt, and you get a lovely shot. And here's the difference we were talking off there before about the effects in the second one and the effects in the Scorpion King. The difference yeah. is the first mummy 
industrial light magic did the effects. That's why it's so good. Like I know there's some yeah. good effects companies out there, but ILM for me are like whenever they're on a film, it's like Hans Zimmer doing the soundtrack. It's like this is going to yeah, be decent. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And we we talked about uh, the frighteners uh, the oh, back yes. in December last year, and they created. Bear in mind, they've uh, ILM created. Uh, specific piece of machinery or specific computer program that that figures out how hair moves so every every single hair has its own programming for how hair moves and it's been used you know umpteen times since and that's that's fantastic what what these guys do is 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 beyond anything else it's maybe up there with with lucasfilm to an yeah, absolutely. I think I think definitely, and I think they used funnily enough. I think they used that technology on and Monsters Inc. The first one, the two thousand and one, because the surely the monster, you know, the blue and green yeah. one, uh, voiced by John yeah. Good, John Goodman, I think. And um, every single one of his hairs on the body is like unique. Yeah. I think they yeah. used that there, but that, that's interesting too. It's funny because I I'm also a big hairy thing, and every hair on my body is unique. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm really. I'm one of these but... people that really, really struggle to to grow any. Um, so put that thing back where you where you found it. <laughs> yeah, put that thing back where it came from. So help where me. Where it came from. Oh, so help I, me. So I went, help me. So help I went me. to see that film. I think for like my ninth birthday or something like that. So ninth. did you go and see it at uh, Cineworld in Borough by any chance? No, it was showcase. Believe it or not, showcase. Oh, showcase on the Teesside Park. Yeah. yeah Listen, yeah. it was. This is northern chat, north <laughs> northeast of England chat. Jesus. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but at least we're not mentioning. I mean, whenever anybody else talks about the northeast, they only talk about one place, and it's like I don't even want to mention it. They no, always talk about that it. one place, it. and you're like, there is more. It's like yeah. a bit like the south of south of England. Any, all anybody ever talks about is London. It's like, well, yeah. there are other places, you know. And what is London? Yeah, but you, you can't get a Palmo in that other city. So, you know, sod you them. You can't? Yeah, you get one in Carlisle. They're not uh, the my, same. My, my favourite chippy gets... No, it's not the same. They're not the same. Yeah. Uh, it needs it needs to be said in the Teesside Tintin voice as well. Here, dickhead, where's my fucking hot shot Palmo you like? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> Which oh, means no. absolutely nothing to anybody off this no, absolutely circle. Nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. But uh, if you haven't had a Palmo and you call yourself a takeaway connoisseur, you know. Um, yeah. The, the horrific fear, Moving on. <laughs> but the taste good. <laughs> well, look, no, I, look, you know, I'm I'm a hundred, I'm a hundred stone, so it's fine. <laughs> so uh, I, I live on them. They, they, see, they give me took, life until see, they I don't. Took, <laughs> see, I took a stone off for Christmas that I'm rapidly shoving back on. But what can you do? Yeah, that's because you've been uh, you've you've been ringing Borough Pizzas on the regular. <laughs> yeah, it's stuck in my room. You're not wrong. That's the irony. You're not. You're actually not wrong. Um, anyway, this this is this is getting niche as fuck. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, now, look, to... I've I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be entirely honest with you. I think this cast is brilliant, right? Because yeah. Brendan Fraser, question mark height of his powers. Oh, absolutely. It comes after like George of the Jungle, which he, he makes the noises of George of the Jungle when he's skipping across. The scrolls oh, on really? a little bit. If you, if you look that. back at that bit, he goes like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as he jumped, and that's what he did in that. So he did oh, that. Friend to you and me. Yeah, yeah. So he did that one. Um, and then there was, uh, what did he do after that? He'd just done that other one with, wasn't he in that Stephen Summers one, the one you were talking about, the the boat one? Was he in that yes. one? Yes. Yeah, I think um, he is. Yeah. And then they did this one. Then they did The Mummy Returns 2001. And then I think he kind of disappeared a little bit until about 2008 when he did Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. And he did that journey at the center of the earth which is like one yes. of the first 3D type things. Then mm-hmm. he disappeared again until... And do you know Do you know the story about this? This has come out recently. The story as to why he did vanish. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got stories about it. 
like I, I, okay. I heard about it was all to do with the whole Hollywood and didn't he say he'd been assaulted and that kind of thing is that the... well yes and no it was it, it it's it's one of those a little from column A oh, well, from well column he was B. like um he was like injured as well wasn't he he yeah he injured himself on the third mummy movie uh oh. and it's it's pain painkiller since but if you if you like him as an actor there was a there was a film about the John Getty Jr. the third um, called All the Money in the World that Kevin Spacey was meant to be uh, Getty Senior. Oh, and yes. they cut yeah. him out of on, on the back of all the things. And instead it ended up being Christopher Plummer. That movie's got Marky Mark in and it's, it's really, really dry and boring. But there was a TV show called Money. Uh, about the same subject that was on BBC. I think it was an HBO production or something. It was on BBC. It was a Showtime production. It was on BBC. And it's brilliant. And Brendan Fraser plays the, the Mark Wahlberg character in it. And he's got the big Texan hat. And he is a delight. Well, he is brilliant in it. You do money. He's the kind of the, the, the person that the family, the detective that the family uses to try and find the kid in Italy. But he's got such... Heavy Texan ways, ma'am, and he's got the big hat and the brim. He's brilliant, and he's back. And and John, who, who I host the Hundred Things podcast with, says Doom Patrol's a must-watch. Oh, Apparently I love, he's brilliant I, in yeah. Doom Patrol. I love Brendan Fraser. He's got those those qualities, and I, it's funny before you mentioned out. I'd watched the film um, in full this afternoon. I've watched it a few times, and then I thought I'll watch it. And I've got the ultimate edition. Like, I'm a bit of a collector of the DVDs. And I've got, um, and it has a Brendan Fraser on his own doing a commentary. Oh, it's a delight. I watched the whole film oh, good. again. And he, because he's just, because he's so, he's just such a likable person. Mm. And I, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Well, he's having a bit of a renaissance, isn't he? Um, yeah, let's call, can we call it, can we call it a renaissance? Does that work? Is that a thing? I was thinking of, oh, I was going to say a renaissance or a fr- No, it doesn't work. Yeah, that know. works we too. We call it Br- something, can't Br- we? John Hanna, by the oh, way, John yes. Scottish John Hanna. Now, as listeners will know, we're a Scottish podcast, even though I'm from Nottingham. Uh, yeah, John Hanna is uh, is a lot of fun in this. He's basically a bit of a lush, and he's a bit of a kind of taken along for the ride. But oh, I he's think he's the, he's just the comic relief, isn't he? He's a proper. Uh, oh, there's poor for you. But he's a proper nerd. Proper. He, yeah, he's a proper nerd as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's mean, a bad Yeah, he is. Um, funny you should mention Scotland because I have I've got no Scottish listeners. I don't know what I've done. <laughs> I don't know what I've done to offend. Uh, but that's the only part that you. It's because you're English. That's what it is. Yeah. Trust, trust me, it's because you're English. I know, but I'd like it's, you know, I, if if they go out on their own and more power yeah. to them, I want the northeast to go with them because we have more of the same things, but. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, if 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 yeah, the the north the north of England and and Scotland are, are very alike, contrary to what uh, yeah, I mean, to what most people. Not use. not to sound bitter, like you were talking about bitter earlier, but I think the northeast could slip into the sea, and I don't. It take London a couple of days to notice. But oh, don't get on, <laughs> don't get on the politics. Um, no, let's not. Let's not. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah, um, I was uh, speaking of it. I've got written down, but so the library scene, so the way he's introduced in this film, because he's he's hammered as well when he gets introduced, and. Um, um, he, he hides in like a coffin and then pops yep. up the mummy. And um, so I, I like that's another thing I like that this film does not go for like cheap scares either. It doesn't go for yeah. what you'd expect it to. No, and I think no, no. He's, 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 he's brilliant in this. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think he's great. I think he's very good in the. 
Gwyneth Paltrow film that's sliding not about doors. a minge candle. Sliding that. doors. Have you done sliding one. doors? I haven't yeah, listened yeah. to that one. I'll give that one a listen. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I think he's great in that. Uh, arguably, that's a sliding doors moment for him. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, um, also, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yes, he's good in that. Good and in Four Weddings and a Funeral. I tell you what he was good in, although the, uh, Ian Rankin did say that Ken Stott did a better job and it was who he imagined. <laughs> he was in Rebus to bring it back to the Scottish connection. Oh, right. Because okay. there was a series of Rebus with Ken Stott. Ken Stott is the Ian, Rebus. Ian yeah, Rankin yeah. said, that, that's my Rebus. Yeah. Uh, but then John Hanna did a series. and he, he, It's not that he wasn't as good. He just did a different portrayal. But it's definitely yeah. worth definitely worth watching him in that if you okay. can track it down. No, um, I will. I'll have a look at that. Yeah, because there's a brilliant, there's a brilliant part in that where um, uh, Evie or Evelyn, played by the absolutely beautiful Rachel Weisz, she yeah. walks through and when she hears the noise, because she's just... There's that brilliant set piece where she destroys the library. And then she walks out and she's she hears noise and she's like, uh, Abdul, Mohammed, Bob. And it's like, what? Like, what? It's <laughs> yeah. just so random. She, um, yeah. So Rachel Weisz, for me, you're absolutely right. Gorgeous woman. She, but girl got some genes, you know. She looks young, she looks younger than me and she's, she's 10 years older than me. Um, she looks absolutely fantastic. Now, my question for you and for your listeners is, is James Bond punching? Ooh, that is a question. Because she's married to your man, Daniel Craig. Isn't she, she is. Is he punching? I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those with Daniel Craig. It's like, if he was like my size, would anybody be fawning over him? Not in an, oh, that sounds awful. Not that he's, I mean, he might, you know, you know, you know I don't, how can I put no, it? No, I know way? what you're getting at. No, I know exactly what you're getting at. He, I mean, he's, he, I think he looks like Sid James these days <laughs> from the Carry On films. I think um, I've got a, I've got a baseball glove somewhere in this room, which looks just like him. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, and then he turns up with a red carpet in like a pink blazer and trying to make all these messages. And I'm like, oh, and it looks fantastic. And it looks great. And anybody that says, oh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not the way to do it. It's unacceptable. Oh, Bond shouldn't look like that. Just, just get lost. Bond, but let, 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 let man, let, let man see what he wants. You know, he's, he's the actor. He's the one that the producers and the directors have chosen. And whether you like them or not, and I know you don't. And I'm not such a big fan. I thought Skyfall was okay, um, but I, they, they are what they are. You know, just I'll, I'll, someone. See this. See this is where, like, when I talk about the later Daniel Craig films, people think I'm really negative against him. But I love. I think Casino Royale is one of the best, if not one of the best Bond films they've ever made. Like hands down, in terms of everything. Now, which I know is a bit controversial because they don't have Q and the gadgets and all that kind of thing. But in terms of performance, I thought that was brilliant. I thought Quantum of Solace was. Brilliant. I knew what it was. wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Felt a bit like a DVD extra. But then I felt after Quantum of Solace, it kind of. I mean, what's what's the crack with Bond? He retires about four times. He gets shot. <laughs> yeah. He comes back. He's old. He's out of shape. He gets back to being Bond. You see him again. He comes back. He's old. He's out of touch as Bond. Then he, he rides off into the sunset with Leah Sedu at the end of Spectre, which I didn't mind. I didn't see all the thing about Skyfall. Watched it again and again, trying to see what everybody else sees. Just can't see it. And he rides off at the sunset after Spectre. Think, yep, yeah, good finish for your Bond. Um, you do, you're done. Off you go, mate. Says he w- would rather crawl over broken glass with his flies unzipped rather than come back. Oh, no, he didn't. Sorry, tell a lie. He said he'd rather slit his wrists than come back. And then, oh, and it would only be for the money. 
And then he comes back. And don't get me started. If you want to hear my thoughts on No Time to Die, everybody listening, or mark yourself, go listen to that. Um, I'm so depressed in it. It's probably the only one I've done without notes off the top of my head. The only podcast I've literally done without notes. And I think it's one of my best. Whatever that tells you, anyway. Yeah, no, that's, and, that, and, that, and that's, that's fair enough. And, and again, you, you, can, you can have... You can have an opinion on film, and, and look, you know, opinions like arseholes. We've all got one, uh, and, and and for me, uh, I didn't have a great time with No Time to Die. I thought I thought it had a weak villain. I thought the set pieces were poor for the most part, but I thought there was some interesting casting other than the villain. Uh, I thought that some of the casting was a little bit a little bit different but i just think we've all grown out of it i think it needs to go yeah. away and it maybe needs to be rebooted into something else but while yeah. whilst those mission impossible films are doing exactly what they do and i don't like them i've had very little time for those mission impossible films but people love them and yes. they are the new bond and he ain't going anywhere and, no. and, and he looks he's, he's he's 10 years older than daniel craig i think and he looks about 20 yeah. years younger. he's nearly 60 something like that yeah the, the craziness yeah. is though those films and people give this um kind of credit to christopher nolan but uh, and, and act- uh, directors like that, sorry. But the amount they do for real and the amount Tom Cruise does for real, whatever you think of him, whatever you think of his beliefs and all that kind of thing, you can't do anything but take your heart off to the guy. I mean, he held his breath for over four minutes, climbed the tallest building in the world, hung off the side of a plane with like one safety wire, you know, yeah. and all these crazy things. And apparently those films keep getting better and better, which, I mean, how often do you get that in a movie? For, I mean, No, that, you don't. It, yeah, for, what you, for what you want. I mean, you, the way you feel about Mission Impossible is the way I feel about the Fast and Furious. I've never seen them. I've got no interest in seeing them. Uh, yeah. I'm not into cars. I couldn't care less. Um, this is what my podcast would be like if I drank in every single one. I'd just be like, don't like this, don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's... You've heard our podcast, you know, it's like, but look, we've, we've, we've done what I always do and we've detracted from the most important thing. Rachel Weiss is the yes. main female character in this. Yes. Uh, and she is Evie and she is, she's brilliant. She's fantastic. I loved her in I loved her in the thing I saw her in. No, I loved her in the uh, one with Hugh Grant uh, about a boy. I think she's really, really good in about a boy. Oh yeah, she about is, a boy is brilliant. She, That's a great imagine, film. imagine if if she and Hugh Grant had had babies. Man, imagine how good those kids would look. Uh, you know, they'd, they'd be the cutest kids in the world. Uh, I'm not going to get into uh, the, uh, the the other actress in that film who I absolutely adore. We'll move on from that. But yeah, I think she's great in this. I think she plays it plumbing in English. I love Tony Collette. Tony yeah, Collette is my. I haven't yeah. seen Rachel, I haven't Rachel seen and her. I have had Ra- Rachel and I have the the the, the get out that you know it's the only woman I can sleep with that's not married to me. <laughs> oh, so Tony yet... Collette's ever going to want to sleep with me? Yeah. So she's <laughs> yeah. Tony Collette. Oh yeah, to- Tony. Yeah, Tony Collette. Tony Collette is is one of the finest actors out there. She the the Oscar is coming. The Oscar's coming. She's one of the finest actors out there. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's smart. She's she's got all good. The only thing she hasn't got going for it is she's Australian. But that's okay. I'm sure you've got Australian listeners who are going to refer to me as a racist. Um, now. I mean, technically it's xenophobic, but we're not nitpicking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. No, absolutely. Uh, so the favorite, have you seen the favorite? Not off the top of my head. What's it about? It, it right. sounds like so something I might have one, seen and forgotten about. That's the one about, uh, about the Duchess, uh, whatever name is called, that, um, whose name won the best Oscar, uh, best actor. Oh, no. Oscar but it's, for. it's, it's the Yorgos Lanthimos film. It's one of those films that's on my yeah. um, watch list. You know, one of those ones you need to watch and you yeah, haven't yeah. got around yeah, to it yet. Absolutely. Coleman, bang. Vice, bang. Stone, bang. 
Yanthemus oh, directing. Perfect. Good. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely fantastic. It is cast beyond cast. It's it's great. Yeah, it's one of those that you, you've got to watch. She's brilliant in that. She is absolutely fantastic in that. The only film I've seen Rachel Weiss in that I thought, oh, you were unusual. Or maybe it was the film, was uh, The Born Legacy. I was just like, mm. it was. I'd forgotten she was in that. Yeah, she was. It's the only other like big. I mean, she's done a few, but the only other big Hollywood action I can think of. And I, I like Jeremy Renner. I mean, the first time I ever saw Jeremy Renner was, God, when I was a teenager um, and my dad brought home, someone had given him a copy of the film Dharma, which is, I think, his debut film, if you've ever oh, seen. Okay. No, If you haven't seen that, that was Jeremy yeah. Renner's first ever film. And I think he said recently he had to have therapy to get over um, kind of, what he had to prepare for with the role, but he, he, oh, right. portrays, wow. he portrays, uh, p- portrays uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and it yeah, is, yeah. It, I mean, I don't know if it was a TV film or if it was um, like a. Um, I know in this country in England we have like loads of little production companies. America's doesn't have that many. I think it was no. a proper. It, oh, stop saying proper. It was a, a proper indie kind of pod. Uh, not pod. Jesus Christ! It was a proper indie film over there. Um, yeah. But that is great. So that's the first time I ever yeah. saw him. So you talk about watching an actor in a film and then, I mean, I mean, you know, he's Hawkeye and all that kind of thing now. Yeah. Um, I'm not a massive fan of those either. But um, I, I, I can do nothing but alienate my audience. That's fine. No, that look, that's what I do regularly. Look, let's let's bring it back to Teesside yes, very, very briefly. Yeah, because she is in that Constantine film. The and Constan- John Constantine. You not know, the Constant the- Gardener, is it? No. no, no, Constantine, the film where Keanu Reeves is uh, the DC Comics Hellblazer character. Oh, I've not seen John it. Constantine. <laughs> right, well, it. John Constantine, here you go, is is a, a bit of a fact for you, for your listeners. John Constantine is originally, the character is originally from Saltburn-on-Sea. Is he really? He is originally from Saltburn-on-Sea. There you go. All you need to do is Google John Constantine, Saltburn-on-Sea, and there's a bit where he's looking at, the, he, he's, he goes on the funicular railway. Up salt oh burn. yeah, the, the, the cliff. Yeah, the cliff. yeah, yeah. The cliff. See, we're not that. We're not that posh. It's, it's a funicular it... railway. Yes, it is. It, it, well, it's a, it's a funicular. Not yeah, funicular, yeah. Sorry, not vernacular. Yeah, yeah. Vernic- right. Isn't ven- no vernaculars do your teeth? Isn't it? Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you're the one that no, went we're... to university, son. Not me. Twice. <laughs> so I've got loads of debts. Yeah, I do a podcast, <laughs> and you can't pronounce a word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, but we call it the cliff lift. That's what we call it. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, what was I going to say? Oh, also, here's another fact because um, I think it's the first, I have never mentioned where I'm from before. But uh, yeah, uh, Ridley Scott when he made Blade Runner, that was based on the industry around Middlesbrough around Teesside, Stockton, and headed up to that. Hartlepool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those lights and everything. Yeah. Well, when you go over that beautiful flyover. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you see, um, no, honestly, it's beautiful. And you look around and you see all the industry that that inspired Ridley Scott. I see. I'm not a massive fan to of leave. <laughs> to be yeah, to, yeah. It, yeah. It, it inspired him to move to America, <laughs> make films. It inspired him to make films about uh, to make uh, Hovis adverts. Do you know that one about Ridley Scott? You know the Hovis advert with the kid. It were always very difficult going up road to Mrs. Smith's house, oh, but that... the ride back down was much yes. better. You know what I always remember about that though? I always remember the 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 parody that uh, Ronnie Barker did of it. Oh, we have a rat nightmare going up this here hill, and he's walking up the hill <laughs> with the bike, and he did it when he yeah. was. Uh, that that's what I remember. I don't, yeah. I don't remember the actual. Yeah. 
the actual thing, but oh yeah, you, you, you do this is this is unusable. You know, all this is unusable. Oh yeah, you, you, is, you realize. This I mean, probably you, the you, cut and fly. you could give this to you could give this to an, an, an editing expert, and it'd all be completely yeah. unusable. Hey, matter. Give it, it matter. Give it time. Throw it in. Okay. I tell you what, this would I tell you what this would make. This would make some fantastic little vignettes. That's what you yeah, should probably, do. You should make it. Would, you should yeah. make it an episode. You should you should talk to someone that knows what they're talking about about the film, and you should just make it little vignettes. You should just make it little clips. This episode will never be released, but here's some clips from the episode. Do you know about two idiots talking? Do you know what my ad, my idea would be? Um, I've got an idea. I don't know whether my dad would ever agree with, it, but my dad's one of these people. He gives you his opinion on a film in about three words, and yeah. he is right nine out of the time. And I would rather. I, I've got an idea to do like minute podcasts where it's like hello today I, i'm gonna do uh dad what did you think of uh inception a lot of old shite and that would be it that would literally be it that's, T- my, that's a tiktok account <laughs> waiting to happen mate is what that no, is I'd, yeah. I'd sooner i'd sooner not get on of that that's... okay no i think you should do it i think you should do it i would i would binge the shit out of that stuff and i'm sure a lot of our listeners <laughs> would too yeah i think so but you can only you can only be it oh god back to the film this is what i mean yeah. uh, hey I tell you who's in this that I really like uh, is the actor Arnold Voshlu. I'm a big fan of Sedetrikinekta Arnold Voshlu. He's one oh, of he's, my favourites. He's great. Oh, yeah, he's in he's an Aussie. He's well, he? No, no, he's Sedetrikin, Arnold Voshlu. Is he? He was, oh, uh, he, Sorry, he, was, he, was he was dark men in those, uh, in, in those later two dark men films. He was in uh, 20... Die, in 20... Dark Man, Die, or as Sideshow in... Bob would call it, The Dark Man, The... <laughs> He was in um he was in twenty four as well as a villain with shaved head as well. I, oh, I've short... never watched a second of that. I've never watched a second not? of that show. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's great. It's one of those it's one of those series that you watch and it's like if you're gonna start watching this, say goodbye to sleep and personal right, hygiene. Okay. Uh, it's I mean okay. the f- the first series is a little bit, it loses itself in the middle with the whole cougar bit. And it's an actual cougar, not that's not it's not a dude not like a, not like a hot mom. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. There, although, the, although, although there is a hot mom, but what happens to her? In it? Never mind. I won't spoil okay. it. So, um, not to be confused with the Kruger, <laughs> which, would, which would of course be a Kruger end. <laughs> See, whenever I hear that accent, the only impression I can do, Sean. So I'm yeah, just well, going to keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I can't. I can't do them. To be fair, I could do them. I can try and do Americans, but I tend to drop into it. So when I did the podcast okay. with there uh, with Brett. He kept saying in American Wealth of London, he kept saying, there's not enough mauling. There's not enough mauling. And I found myself doing it. I was like, I hope he doesn't take offense at this. But um, yeah, should we drive back to the film? Yeah, let's. Let's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so what I've written down on my notes, real hung. But before people start turning off, that was, you know, the bit where the, um, where Brendan Fraser plays Rick O'Connell, um, yeah. He gets hung. The fire at the pulled out shots aren't him, but when it goes to his face, that's actually uh, right in his face. That's him. But the reason oh, why right. it looks the reason why it looks so realistic is because the, somebody made a mistake, and they well, well, I don't know if it was a mistake, but I think because he wasn't actually hanging, he was on the balls of his feet. Uh, yeah. with, but it was a real rope, and he passed out, and they had to. I mean, there's loads of different versions. He in the version of his commentary, he said he passed out. Rachel Vice is on record saying he had to resuscitate him. He nearly actually died. So that's the reason why. Wow. You know the bit where he's where he's like going, and you can see his eyes. Mm-hmm. If you watch that back, you can see the red in his eyes, like he's actually hanging. That's why it looks surreal because it is real. Um, wow, I didn't know that. So there's a bit of a. Well, I look back. I'm surprised you haven't reviewed this film on on your podcast because I went back thinking because this this seems one of those films. If you if you ever decide to do it um, with John, is it John? Isn't it? 
It is John, yeah. Thank God for that. Uh, <laughs> that'd have been <laughs> awkward. Uh, so, yeah, if you ever do this, there's so much trivia in this film. Like, it's ridiculous. There, there is. There's, there's loads of background stuff. Clive Barker was going to do it. Um, Romero was going to do Leonardo it. Leonardo DiCaprio it, wanted to play yeah, Rick O'Connell, but yeah, actually the beach, yeah, yeah. and they said no. He actually asked yeah. the beach, can we delay filming this so I can do, go to the mummy? And they said no. Yeah. But then the mummy got delayed anyway, so he could have done it. Oh, there's, there's yeah. so much. Um, so that, that's why it looks realistic. Arnold Vosloo, your man. Um, your man Arnold, he um, basically in, in the, the making of uh, book that I've got, he talks about how it's all for him. He doesn't play like an out and out, back, like an out and out villain um, or an out and out monster. He just says, you know, he just wants his girl back. It's not because yeah. he's a bad guy, but that kind of negates the fact he murders the Pharaoh with an axe in the moon <laughs> yeah. at the beginning yeah. of it. Um, which I mean, just the way everything's set up. And I love the way, the way like people get killed. It's all in shadow. And they do yeah. a lot of reactions of people's faces, and it's just so inventive. Like they had for for a film that's what you would imagine being quite gory, mm-hmm. it's not. And there's no blood in it at all. Yeah, I I think it's very it's a very old fashioned film. Yeah, I do oh, honestly yeah. think it's, it's, 20s, it's isn't it? yeah, and, and I think and I think it 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 plays like that. And it was a I'd assume it was a PG thirteen. Was it maybe was it a twelve over here? Or was it, it even was. a PG? I think it was, but I've bought all the kind of unrated cuts and director's cuts, which are 15, I think. But yeah, it was right, to okay. keep the it was to keep the PG 13 rating because that's why you've got so the, the scene where you've got the trap, all the people with boils. Yeah. There's, there's basically those people on set saying you, you can't have any nothing can ooze. That was the direction. Right, nothing okay. can ooze. It has to all be that's why all the effects like with Imhotepi see through. It's all like more about crustiness and wrinkliness yeah. than it is about and dropping out, the bits, yeah, yeah rather yeah, yeah. than it is about now go, which anything I think's worse. Uh, it's more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I wouldn't have felt like even the big the Hamanatra bit at the beginning, where they've got the which was filmed with like scores of extras on horses charging and things like that. When they attack, there's no blood, even though people are getting mm. chopped bits left, right, and centre. But a bit of trivia for you: the guy who throws his. Um, Oh, and the guy who throws the colonel, who's in charge of the foreign legion, who yeah. throws it down, rides off. That was actually the uh, like the horse master, a guy called Graham, and he was the all guy right. who, like wrangled uh, all the horses type thing. And um, but that's the, a great introduction to another character, uh, played by Kevin J O'Connor, uh, Benny, because he yeah. turns to Rick O'Connell uh, and he's just like, "You just got promoted," um, and he's <laughs> he's meant to be playing somebody who's Hungarian because he he learnt to swear in Hungarian. So when he calls. Um, Rick O'Connell, when he calls him like Pishkatala, when he lifts him up, that mm-hmm. means like you dirty, like you dirty monster or you dirty something. Because what he, that's what he says to him. What did you say to me? And he's like, I don't want to tell you. You're just going to hurt me some more. And he said he played the film as if his character hadn't gone through puberty yet. That's why he's always right. like, my friend, I was so very, very worried. And the bit where he <laughs> says to him, um, where Rick O'Connell goes to, like, he says he's going to shoot him before he throws him off the boat. And he says, uh, think of my children. And Brendan Fraser said we had to like redo that because he made that up. Um, right. Okay. I, he started laughing. So it was, uh, think of my children. You don't have any children. Someday I might. All that Someday just I might. In. Yeah. I, I'm just, uh, just, uh, just, good. Just on t- so on top of this really like tight script, um, which is the reason why Rachel, um, why she signed on, because she doesn't do horror films, but she mm-hmm. thought this was more of like a, a comic book 
type adventure, you know. But, yeah. And when I say comic book, I mean what we in England would call a comic in terms of something yeah. you buy from, you know, the corner shop. Um, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing, rather than what people would consider a comic now, which is yeah. all the other stuff that I can't bother talking about. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the French Foreign Legion's a winner straight away, because that's just something really ancient, isn't it, that, that oh, yeah. I, I'm led to believe still exists. But, yes, I think so. you know, it, it was, it, you know, it, that's that's a really fun kind of kind of thrown in bit isn't it the, the, the french foreign legion what, what a great excuse to get them into you know into kind of the the middle east yeah because he says doesn't he that um we believed in it so much that we marched all the way across libya into egypt yeah. to go find that place and then we all end up they all end up dying because he he, yeah. he tells them i i only did gcc french and failed it and got a d but um <laughs> me as well mate you're yeah. all right <laughs> um the bit where i've got learned french over there in the corner that's never been opened um, it's the bit, it's the bit where he's telling them, you know, uh, he tells them to ready the position and stand the ground as far as I, uh, something like that. Um, but I, again, that old fashioned, it's like a sweeping epic. It's a little, the only film in recent years that I think comes anywhere near it in terms of that old fashioned feel. It's War Horse, which I watched the other week, just in oh, terms yeah. of a film that you watch and it could be a film that somebody went, oh, this was made in like the 50s or the 60s. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. very because, but I love the fact that it's set. It's modern days, the nineteen twenties. So it's got that rip roaring, old fashioned feel about it. Yeah. Because as we saw with the two, the two thousand seventeen version, if you set the mummy in real day, modern day, it. I mean, it. it I mean, stood in London with your arms out as sand flies yeah. down London doesn't quite have the same feel. No, um, no, absolutely just, it doesn't. But yeah, so. Yeah, sorry, I will let you talk. It's, it's, sorry. No, no, it's funny you should mention Warhorse because um, in in Newcastle, um, oh, you did it. You mentioned that caused, it. That I did, I did mention it. But in in, uh, in in that particular city, it caused lots of people to complain and want the money back because the, because the they thought it the was Warhorse. Yeah. Oh, it's Warhorse. No, <laughs> it's not I your thought, horse. It's called Warhorse. Do you know what I thought you were going to talk about there? I thought you were going to say it was because there's the guy at the end who says he's from I'm from South Shields Pet. And he's talking oh, to the German he? soldier. No, he's not. I, 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 Goog, I googled it right to find out where he's because I used to work in North Shields uh, yeah. for a summer, and I thought, oh, where's this lad from? He's not. He's from like Yorkshire somewhere. He's nowhere near. Of he's he's nowhere near. He is. Um, right. Because they could have got somebody properly from, although he went. To school no, but they couldn't so. because they're incomprehensible up there. So. Yeah. Well, look. What it, be, look it's, what it's like it's like why you can't put. Uh, it's like when. If you want um, cows on film, you have to paint horses to look like cows. And <laughs> if you want horses, yeah. you've got to tape a load of cats together. Yeah. yeah. Well, look what happened yeah. when the Cheryl Cole, when she went over to and she did the, with the X Factor or Britain's Got Talent over there, and she lasted about three right. weeks before the Americans were like, "No, we can't understand you." The boot. We can't, we can't understand you, and we, we'd like to punch you square in the face. Okay. Yeah. Fair it's a bit like when right. I went. A bit like when I went over there. If you start talking, I mean, uh, the only accent I can really kind of half do is the whole. This is the BBC Home Service. We come to you for all that kind of thing. Oh, well, they'll be falling like over They love it. They love it. Standard you know, English. Do the, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you do the, the, the made up that nobody actually talks. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. awfully sorry. Pants down before you know it, mate. Champion. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I'll know, for, I'll know for next time. I'll live in America. Yeah. I'll know for next time. That's it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anyway. so we, we went over the whole effects by ILM. And, and yeah. it shows. So um, John, I think it was, uh, I'll see. It's not Burton, it was uh, Benton, I think. My writing's terrible. Um, at ILM, they said they didn't want people to ask how it was done. They wanted people to enjoy the film. And then, and I think that shows, because I think CGI works best 
when it enhances a film, it does, it isn't. So, for example, I didn't know this until I listened to the commentary with Brendan Fraser. The bit where they arrive at Havanaftra and they're about to have the race between the camels and the horses and the Americans, yeah. the sky in that scene, everything else is real, but the sky in that scene was done by ILM. Oh, right. You wow. never think it. No, and you watching, wouldn't. No. Watching that back, I was like, what? That That's not a real sky. And I thought, that's where you show that. So, and there's a few bits in it where it was shot. Um, day for night so the bit where um, he comes back through the desert and um, Ardeth Bay who's played by I think he's in the next set of notes or Dead Fair um, yeah. the bit where he's saying you know this one is strong um, that was all shot night for day so there's like in the corner where they're on that hill that okay, moon yeah. like made like that moon CGI'd in so and I think it's best when you, you can't see the strings you know that that's yeah. the whole point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not meant. This is the this is my problem with all the films that we've got now. The superhero films in that. Yeah, but you look at an Avatar or something like that. You go forward sixty years, people are still going to be watching the Mummy. They're still going to be watching the Great Escape. They're still going to be watching Zulu. I do watch it on British films. I promise. Uh, well, <laughs> Mummy's American. Um, but you you stick on Avatar or or, or you know Avengers mm-hmm. Assemble in sixty years, and it's going to be like, yeah. oh my god, look how bad that is. It's going to be yeah. you know. And there's there's a reason people are still watching and still rating very very highly American Werewolf in London because oh, practical effects. I love that film. Yeah, it's same as film. Hellraiser and uh, RoboCop. Uh, you know, even, okay, there's a lot of stop motion stuff in that, but that stop motion stuff looks brilliant. The ED two and nine stuff. Still I mean, look looks at. Amazing. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but look at things like Wallace and Gromit. Th- those are brilliant. Those are the last Chicken Run. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, Ch- Chicken Run looks like it'd be made today. Yeah, whereas when they did it in CGI, they did, um, what was it called? They did Flushed Away, which was okay, oh, but yeah. because they were, yeah, yeah. they were trying to do a CGI version of animation, stop yeah. it. it was like, this looks a bit weird. But I, yeah. I don't think there's any, uh, the Tim Burton stuff, so all the, and uh, whether what you believe of the film, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but in terms of how it was made, um, uh, Night Before Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, A Nightmare Before Christmas, and yeah. you've got, what what's that one they made? That film where you've got warriors that are, is it not Jason and the Argonauts? It's like it's got like stop motion animation skeletons and things. Jason and the Argonauts is the skeletons. Yes, yes. Are sorry, you mixing yeah, yeah. it up with? Yeah, are you are you thinking about Clash of the Titans? Yes, I think I am. Sorry, Clash of yeah. the Titans is the eighties one, which looks like it was made in the sixties. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jason and the Argonauts is the is the big one with the uh, yeah. That's that's the good one. That's the really good uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, uh, Simbad Eye of the Tiger, Simbad yes. and the other and the thing yeah 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 but i think that's the reason why you know and look what happened with the second film of this franchise when they tried to go to cgi that's all yeah. anybody remembers about the second one which i think is a shame because I, i'd argue i think the second one is better than this apart from that little <laughs> bit because i think it except it, well except for the kid <laughs> i thought the kid was all right no the, I, I'd, I'd punch the kid square in the face I'm wait okay. till you watch the third one wait till you watch the right, third okay. one when they replaced that kid with somebody else who looks about six years younger than Brendan Fraser and then try right. and have them. It's just all like, oh, it's all, yeah. I don't okay. Know. So, not, not I want to put you off. I'm, I'm going to be reviewing No, 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 I will watch it. I will watch but, it. But uh, it's just, it, you watch it and you're like, oh, like you did excited for another one and it just, it, you watched it. it it's yeah. one of those things. Uh, so, yeah, we've got um, the lines from, from Benny all the way through it, like you just got promoted and um, the think of my children is they're just brilliant. The action sequences, you have like the Pharaoh's death, the French foreign battle at Hamanatra, the boat sequence, which they all did for real as well, where they set all the right, boat okay. on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, although the, the, the bit where they have the, 
uh, what they call the Magi in, in canoes. Um, yeah. That was what that rowing motion was, by the way. I wasn't doing anything. All right, crazy. nice. Yeah, no, uh, I thought you were just feeling a bit unwell again. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing all right. The, uh, the rum's helping. And that whole bit, that was shown by like a nature reserve somewhere. So they had to be really careful about, about what they did. So, all right. Um, and yeah, it was just, and I'd, 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 I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I don't think the film ever becomes cheesy. No, I think it. I think it sticks to its kind of old-fashioned adventure ways. It it made it made me think of an ad, an adventure film from the fifties, and those things aren't cheesy because they, they they weren't played. It's not played for laughs. There are jokes and there are laughs, but I think it's played with heart completely throughout the way through. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great answer, but it's just all the. I mean, there's some there's some great things from it that people would remember. The bit where Jonathan's like he just looks at the Americans, everyone else is jumping for the lies, and the Americans just having this gunfight on the boat, yeehaw, yeah. and all this, and he's just like yeah. American. Well, I can't do Scottish. <laughs> yeah. I can't attempt the Scottish, but it's just Americans. Um, he's not he very just, Scottish in it though, really. He's a bit posh Scottish. It's like he's from yeah, Edinburgh. He is. <laughs> I've never been there, and I don't consider that insulting to anybody. Um, uh, no, everyone, I, everyone in Edinburgh's English. You're all right. <laughs> yeah, that's the probably, joke. Why I, probably why I don't go. I've been to like <laughs> Loch Lomond, the Trossachs. That's where I've been. Glasgow, oh, nice. The, yeah, yeah. Lovely. You know, yeah. The proper parts, I think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the, and then you get the Americans who have their kind of uh, attitudes about this is a messed up country and all that kind of thing where yeah. they're, they're fighting against them. Oh, yeah. And then we get to Hamanaptra. Um Oh yeah, well it's that the whole hey Benny, it looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river and all that. Yeah. It's just some great stuff. Um did you notice, speaking of Rachel Weiss, Evelyn's transformation throughout the film? So she goes from literally having her hair tied up, mousy yeah. glasses, librarian, yeah. to being like she takes her hair down and gives it a good brush. Um yeah. and yeah, it's, it's I, I Yeah, she's got the she's got the big kind of like untreated hair, hasn't she? And yeah. then as it goes on, she ends up with the with the straight with the straightened kind of dark kind of hair. Yeah, yeah, and oh, that here, obviously here, matches. Sorry, no, it just reminds me. But here's a bit of trivia because I know I haven't written it down. The scene in the boat uh, when they jump out, apparently yeah. they had to do some extra special effects because they hadn't tested it for the nightgown that she's in when yeah. she jumps in the river. When they walked out of the river, it was see through, so they had to keep the PG thirteen rating. They had to. They had to digitally paint it white, which, and you can notice it. And this is only from the trivia guys. I wasn't being funny. Yeah. It's the bit where you, you notice it when, whenever she's really close, when she stood shoulder to shoulder with Brendan Fraser, you can't notice. But there's a shot where Brendan Fraser's saying, Hey, Benny, in that bit, she stood back from him with her brother. And you, you could right. notice it there. I think that's the only bit out oh. of it where they, where they didn't CGI because they had to, like, CGI it white because if you'd have seen any kind of anything like that, it would have lost its okay. rating straight away. So oh. there you go. There's the. Uh, no, I didn't know that. Well spotted. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd, I mean, well from I'd, the I'd re- from the trivia, I'd read it, but then I actually had to keep my eye out for it. I mean, yeah. it was pain- it was painful to do. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, filmed in real locations, real deserts. It was filmed in Morocco. It couldn't be filmed in Egypt at the time because of political unrest or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know what was going on at the time. Um, but um, they built Hamanaptra inside the cone of a real extinct volcano in the desert in Morocco. So the walls, right, around, wow. the walls around the edge are actually real. And when you notice the pictures, you notice it's in like a, a cone shape. 
Uh, whereas mm-hmm. they actually built Hamanatra, they built all that, and they built it to not only collapse, but to be able to be put back up again. So they could do all right, takes, well. you know, the bit at the end where it all falls to pieces. Yeah, yeah. Apart from, I mean, there's a bit of CGI when they pull out on the walls, but um, the other stuff, they're like the, the needles falling up, they're all like blocks. Uh, so it could all be kind of reset. So it would all be rebuilt. Wow, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, just in case they needed to. Because some things are like a one-shot deal, like the library and a few other bits. But that that one that they said, oh, we would like it to be to set up again. Uh, oh, I've just noticed, sorry to detour, but I've got that Shaun of the Dead over your left shoulder. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah, it's yeah, up yeah. there. I've lost the yeah. cricket bat, though, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. Oh, no, it's never but, been out of the box. Oh, oh my box has never been out of the box. box. I'm not, I don't... Uh, I get my ties out and play with them. I don't, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm one of these people. I'm not a keep it in the box type person. But that'd be oh, worse it, to be fair. Um, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, sorry, anyway, uh, back to the... No, no, um, it's all right. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, and I, I love her character, the whole, you know, I am proud of what I am. And he's like, what's that? I am a librarian. So, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. I have pride in your work. <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh, we meet um, Ahmed Jalili, uh, the British comedian. You're a um, great actor. Oh, he's yeah, a he, lot of fun. He yeah. does really well. There's some scenes where it's worth watching just for his reaction. So the scene where yeah. they get to the bottom of the statue, because I've watched it twice today, um, when they right. get to the bottom of the statue and they pull the guns on each other and the American's like, yeah. that's my toolkit and all that kind of bit. Um, this is our dig site. And you get that really pompous guy played by Jonathan Hyde from Titanic and yeah. a few other bits saying to her, this is our dig side, push off, and all that kind of thing. Um, just watch Omagility's uh, face. He's All the others are stood there like, and he's like that. Like His eyes are like, yeah, come on, you try it. But that fits oh, really? his character because he's the governor of Cairo prison. So it fits yes. that he would yeah, be yeah. kind of, Madame, I would pay £100 just to see him hang, all that kind of thing. Oh, um, so yeah, there's, there's stuff like that. I, I just I love that stuff. Um, and the the blue gold, you know, the bit where he gets attacked by the the scarab. Um, yes. I found out not from the book, but from Brendan Fraser's commentary that the hieroglyphics on the wall say, and, and probably not realistic to Egypt, but it's an Egyptian hieroglyphics. It says, "Look, don't touch." So that's what it says. You know, when he starts to pick them off. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always used to think, you know, he does he does that chant, doesn't he, and, and makes the pause of it on the wall, mm-hmm. but I watched that back and I'm like, that guy on the wall, which they've got the scarabs, he's being attacked by scarabs. He's not like, I don't know why he's doing that that kind of pause, but it's, yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a strange mm. one. That's another thing, all the scarab stuff's really disturbing. Like when yeah. it goes up the side of his face. And, yeah, it's, yeah, It's yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. eating his brain. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, nasty stuff. Yeah, that makes me feel a bit... Oh, a bit gippy, does it? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah and I'm not like that. I'm not usually like that, but yeah. There's another word that people won't understand. Um, <laughs> I think that's just slightly further north, and it? it's like a heart of It is, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, yeah we use it over Mackhams and Jordies, and yeah, and I went to uni over over, over your side, the country, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, so yeah, as I said, that if there's something that's gruesome, there's like there's no blood, even when not to be squeamish, when they cut the um, scarab out of jo- uh, Jonathan's arm, like he's mm-hmm. there's no blood there either. The only blood nope. that I spotted in this, there's a tiny bit on Arnold Vosloo's hands when he gets stabbed by Rick at the end. And there's a tiny bit on Rick's shoulders when he, he's been like scratched through his shirt. All that's right. about, okay. that's literally about that's literally it. Um I, I have seen it a few times. Uh, <laughs> um yeah, and and I and I love the fact that the way they show that Evelyn's like falling in love with Rick is that oh just splash 
rum in my eye. Um, the way they should. I have, ah, my eye! I'm my not eye. supposed to get rum in it. No. <laughs> um, not supposed to do rum through your eye. Um, the whole bit where it's, um, if he turns me into a mummy, you're the first one I come after. And I thought, oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty niche way of telling somebody you love them. But, you know. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's sweet in a kind of I'll kill you way, but. Um, yeah, but that way you get life life together forever, right? Which is what, which is what, you know, Arnold Bosley, Immortem's going for, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. Uh, the the plane scene where they have the whole um, sand the whole sand wall. I mean, considering this film's getting over twenty five years old, when you t- take into account when they filmed it, then doing all the effects and all that kind of thing, it holds up ridiculously well. Oh, it does. I mean, yeah, it like does. really, really well. Because I it, it, again, the reason why I haven't done this um, for a while, and this will come out on my three month anniversary. Wait, um, wow. Uh, I think yeah, the tenth it'll come out. So, um, it, it I'd saved it. It was one of those films that I didn't want to do. Because you know when you kind of think, I don't want to kill it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. And then think, no, it's not my, you know, I, it yeah. falls apart when you analyse it. Yeah. You, d- you don't want to watch it and then watch it with somebody that's just here to make jokes. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Too and actually has no idea about filmmaking, but just likes talking rubbish about films. Oh, dear. I, mean, I, only, know, <laughs> I only know bits because I like, I like to read. I like to read yeah. about that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and I, like... I, I like what I like. No, sorry, you know, you, you're right. Um, it's but it's a bit like Ben from Film Floggers when me and Ben did our uh, review on, um, it's gone out of my head when we did our review on the amazing film we did our review on, um, we were talking about that and we it was kind of trying to it was a nitpicking kind of it was it was almost as if we were kind of upping each other because there was even yeah. a bit in it when I said Ben we're watching this film like you, you shouldn't be analyze, you shouldn't be over don't analyze it, um, it is what it is. What the hell? Oh, The Rock. Michael Bay. All oh, right. Um, okay. yeah. I said to him, we're watching a Michael Bay film. Like, there's got to be limits to what you analyze. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, yeah, is, it, it is good fun to, uh, to, to what, do that every now and again. What these, what these films are put out there to do is not just to entertain, but to make money. And well, let's be honest, yeah. this one absolutely made, made, oh. made hay while the sunshine. Yeah, I think it's one of those films where, it, like, within like two days of it going out, they'd already commissioned a sequel. Which yeah. back then was, I mean, now that's part of the cost after the first weekend box office returns. But back then, that was really mm. for a film that was from an act from a, a a director that really was at the beginning of his career in a way. Um, uh, it was and, and it was like a remake of an, you know the Mummy in the thirties. Yeah. It, it yeah. really shouldn't have become. I, this is the thing I've never understood why this film isn't more in the public eye in terms of it's known and it's liked, but in terms of kind of action figures there's no hot toys of rick o'connell why no one at hot toys no. has ever gone no. or a third party i know it's unlicensed but why no one's ever gone uh we need to we need to make one i, I will yeah. honestly never know because i think it's one yeah. of those films that people like people absolutely love and it's made yeah. a million times better than the majority of films now i think it's it, on that cusp of 90 late 90s films where they they, they were getting to being able to do things with cgi uh, because of Terminator 2 in the 90s and all that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah. it wasn't quite there. Um, so they had to do a lot for real. So you've got, when they tried to do too much in CGI, you ended up with a thing like Blade, which was good, yeah. but now is awful to watch because the effects, the blood and that are terrible. Uh, to, to like a modern eye. But you had like yeah. Titanic, whatever you think of that film, it's a masterpiece in terms of how they made it. They essentially built a boat and uh, built a ship and yeah. did the film. Yeah. 
So yep. I think, but I don't think that era is ever going to come back. I don't, I don't yeah. think it ever will. It, it, it was one of those that was, um, to my mind, was one of the first DVDs that everybody had. And I know you're a bit younger than me, but I, when this film came out, I was uh, almost 20. Uh, and it was one of the first DVDs everybody had, and everybody had it, Sean. I'm not looking about. Every house you went in had this as a DVD. This and Goodfellas, for some reason, at that time. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, um, but like I said, when you told me you were scouring the charity shop for it, I thought, you'll find this. And I struggled. I absolutely it's struggled. Really, I think, it's, no, I can't find it. Sod's sod yeah. sod I'll see six next week. <laughs> yeah, you will. yeah, you probably will. Um, it's like someone asked me to review the Sixth Sense, and I couldn't find the DVD. And I've only just surprised. found it. That was months ago. Uh, no, I meant in my own collection. <laughs> oh right, uh, I see. <laughs> so yeah, um, we've got you know Brendan Fraser. Um, uh, when he's fighting the Mummy Priests, none of them are there. So that's all CGI, and it's amazing. All right, it, and um, it looks good. Yeah, do you know the scene where like she's on the she's on like that bed in the middle, and he's just saying, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that there's they literally none of them are there, not a single one. And there's other parts where they mix in real people in like a, a costume, uh, but that bit, yeah, there's legitimately nobody there because when you watch the footage and you can find it on YouTube and all over the place in the making of where you see Rick O'Connell doing that without the characters there, it's it, because they choreog they uh, choreographed it like a like a dance scene. That was wow, pretty amazing. Right, okay. um, cool. Yeah. So uh, which bit were we up to? Uh, yeah, and again, there's some bits like Brendan Fraser's expression when they you first use the dynamite's brilliant. Where they're hiding, like he has this look on his face, yeah. like, oh, for Christ's sake. And I don't know whether he thought they'd stop recording, but I mean, that was worth a look. And these are things you only spot when you watch it kind of again and again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I love the fact that um, at the end, Rick tries to help Benny and because uh, he gets trapped um, when everything like shuts down and um, he gets eaten alive by scarabs, which is pretty rough. Mm. But what do you do? And I, I like the fact that they have classic mummies in it. They just, Every like when he starts to raise his pre, I think there is priests, aren't there? Who you see at the yes, beginning, yes, they are, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty great, but I love the way it's filmed as well. Like when they're cutting, is that the, the, the gruesome mouth that they've got the they look? Oh, no, like... that's those are the those are the Medjai, those ones, those are the ones right that guard the pharaoh, but yes, you can command yeah, yeah. them, yeah. They have like yeah. a bigger, a bigger part in the second one, those people. But uh, yeah, I mean, what do you have any more thoughts before we start to wrap up? Uh, well, for me, uh, I mean, I, I I don't like to I don't like to shit on films that are. I, I mean, it's obviously it's obviously loved or certainly was loved twenty odd years ago. Um, so for, to my mind, it's it, it, you know I think it's aged really really well. The practical effects are good. Like you say, say the ILM stuff's good. When we talked about the Frighteners, that that's you know three or four years before this. And, and that still looks amazing. I agree. This, this one still looks fantastic. But you're right. We watched Avatar. Uh, Rachel and I start watch, started watching Avatar again about a month and a half ago. And it, it just looks... It just looks like a cartoon. It looks like cartoons. Yeah. You know, it looks it looks cartoony, and and I'm 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 not. If I wanted to watch an animation, I would watch an animation, and then you move back to uh, a green screen set for twenty minutes, and then you move back to the the the, the animation again. You come up, okay, and 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 we're getting another one of these this year, and we're getting another one the following there's, year. There's five, Mark. Apparently, the finished. Five? I'll tell you this, right? Because I was reading about the other day, the finished fil filming two and three, because Kate Winslet's right. in the second one. Um, okay. The second one's set apparently a lot underwater. I mean, this Ugh. is the thing with James Cameron. You hear his ideas and you go, that's going to go tits up. And then he makes yeah. the film and then they're amazing. But then 
to be fair for Avatar, I think if you take away the kind of what I mean, whatever I've forgotten the word, you take away the the oh, what the hell's the word? You know, uh, the gimmick, the gimmick. When you yeah. take away the gimmick yeah, yeah. of the effects, yeah. it's a half decent film. It's a bit like a yeah. remake of Dances with Wolves, but not as good yeah. in terms of the storyline of it. It's got a little yeah. bit of stuff about uh, the planet and all that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. There's some alright sequences in it, some decent action. The story's right, the love story. But outside of that, it's like it's it's like it's not it's not an awful lot. There's not an awful lot there. And to have it's, like it... four more films in this series, it's like two of which are ready to go, come out. Apparently, it's like all they're going to be. Unfortunately, they're probably going to come out. And they're going to be like this technological marvel, which is great for the time. We'll probably make quite a bit of money, um, hopefully, if they keep the standard up in terms of the writing, which I'm sure he will. Um, and then in about five, ten years, I mean, nobody goes, oh, my God, do you remember when uh, Avatar came out? But everybody goes, oh, my God, do you remember when Inception came out? Or do you remember when, which yeah. was the same year? Or do you remember when, the, uh, no, sorry, it was a year after, whatever. You know, oh, remember when The Dark Knight came out, which was the year before? You know, you have there's no films. there's no fandom there's no fandom no. for for that for that particular franchise and there's nobody clamoring to see a new one and, and the fact it's taken so long I mean, by the time it comes out which i think is next year it's that like 15 14 years 14 years mm-hmm. if you saw that film when you were yeah. 15 you, well actually that'd be about right <laughs> if yeah. you saw that film when you were 15 16 you're going to be in your 30s i mean no yeah, one's going to be sure. going come on love let's go see avatar 2 you know <laughs> The underwater, yeah. no, I mean, maybe, no. probably, got, I mean, people like us might go see it in terms of we might do a review on it or we might say, oh, it wasn't too bad or the experience, but it's, I, I don't but know. I think, I think the spectacle of the cinema has been diluted over the last two and a half years. Oh, Let's be fair. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people no longer feel the need to go and watch a film on a big screen. So I think that is going to make a big difference. Yeah. Which I think is a shame because, um, just, just before we wrap up, I promise, um, it was just the fact that I've been... So Showcase do flashback. So they show old films. So me and my dad went to see Simpran Ryan. Amazing. My dad ducked out of the way of a tank at one point because it's that... You know, some film... Uh, I went to see the... Uh, whatever you think of it, I quite like it, what it was, even though I love Star Trek, the old ones. The Star Trek 2009 one, I went to That's see... That's a great film. Yeah. I went to see The Shining. Um, I'm going to go see a film uh, called Leopoldstadt, which is a National Theatre Live. Um, they recorded last a couple of years ago. I'm going to see that at the end of the month, which is about Jewish life in Vienna from like 1950. And they put the uh, that's a bit of a weird one explanation because it's not it doesn't make my point. But um, the fact on some films do better on a big screen, like Dunkirk, yeah. films like that yeah. that really do. You take away a little bit from them, and not only with COVID and all that lot going on. I think because of all these, you know, you don't have director DVD anymore. You have direct to a streaming service so that you get tripe like home, sweet home alone, or, you know, things like that where you think people really, and there seems to be no boundaries now. You know, like before where there was like, oh, no one will ever remake this film. Uh, I mean, there's only a few left. You know, once you start remaking films like Home Alone, I mean, what's next? A remake of The Great Escape or the remake of Zulu or the remake of, uh, well, I was going to say Ben Herb, they've already done that one. Uh, You know, Titanic. Yeah. no, they haven't done that, have they? Um, there is a Titanic 2. Yeah. Oh, you didn't you the do t- the Titanicking? Oh, no. The Titanicking. Oh. No, uh, Hallmark Greatness have done it. It's a lot of fun. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah Joe, Joe and the team have done it. <laughs> Dear God. Um, <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, 
Uh, thank you for coming on, Mark. I appreciate it. I'm, no, look, I'm, I'm really glad that you had me on to talk about one of your favourite films, and I'm sorry that, that I, I'm very good at derailing. It's just what I do. It's, it's how we kind of do our thing. Um, but I, I, I think a film is the sum of its parts, and I like to talk about the sums of the parts, and hopefully that brings it. Oh yeah, bring, so brings I. the film together. I mean, especially with a film as old as this, I think. Funnily, Ben was the same. I think because I because I've been on my own to do uh, all by myself uh, because I've been doing. <laughs> And the only the only reason I I did mine the way that I did them was because I knew I couldn't bounce off somebody else uh, yeah. when you're on your own because it just sounds awkward and I'm I'm not that that funny to do to it like that. So I thought go through a film chronologically, describe things, and I think the humour sometimes comes from the fact that it's just the way that I talk or I describe yeah. certain things. Um, because uh, so I did that, but it's nice to get derailed. Ben, like you thought, oh, I'm derailing it. No, I, I would very easily derail myself. Um, yeah. Which I do because I always listen back to these <laughs> and think, will you, will you shut up and let your guest talk? Um, Let's get on with it. Yeah. But uh, no, I, uh, thank you very much for coming on. Um, no, thanks for having me. Do, really do enjoyed wanna, it. Tell you what, I haven't done just before you go. Um, do you want to just give man yours? Mind you, saying this, yours is like top of the indie charts. So I don't know why I'm asking you to do this. Uh, uh, I don't but... know. We, we, we're not. We, we don't. We don't pay any attention to what's going on in good no, pods. No. We've 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 got uh, we've got beef with good pods, but that's a that's a different story for a different podcast, which uh, <laughs> you will all hear at some point in the near future. But yes, we are hundred things we learned from film. Myself and my uh, dear dear friend John, we take hundred things, or we take a film, different film every week, try and figure out hundred things that we've learned. Some weeks we do, most weeks we don't. But what we certainly do is we have a bit of a laugh. A bit of a giggle. Join us for that. We've we've been doing this for sixty odd episodes now, so just go and pick a film that you like uh, or you really don't like, and see how difficult it is for us to try and learn a hundred things. Yeah, fantastic. And I do, do vouch for the fact that yours is one of the most enjoyable and one of the easiest to listen to. You've done, uh, I think your latest one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was the Poseidon Adventure, the 1972 Poseidon Adventure? One, that's a what film a fun that, film that, that was. Is a film that I've got both copies of that. Uh, I think I'll probably do them both at some point. But uh, I've yet yeah. to watch that. I think I started listening to it, listening to it, sorry. And um, I didn't get, I didn't, you know, and you just, you get sidetracked by something. Um, but I will All definitely the time. Get, yeah, I give that a listen. What uh, upcoming episodes, you, what upcoming films are you guys uh, We are, the, when this comes out, we will be releasing National Treasure. Oh my Nicolas God. Cage, yes, shitty Indiana Jones film. Yeah. Uh, to, oh, shit Raider, as John called it. Uh, not to be confused with Tomb Raider. We are going to be covering, uh, we're going to be going on a bug hunt with Starship Troopers. Oh, see, I've, and then done, into, I've done Starship Troopers, my second one. You have one. done Starship Troopers, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I listened to that for a little bit. And then uh, into February, we're going to be talking about good films, very good films, or certainly films that the Academy thought were very good. It's going to be uh. our Oscar film month so we're going to be learning about various different things i'm not going to give it away but there's some big big films which we've never covered any big films before but yeah it's a good point actually you do tend to go for the kind of niche type things yeah we like to yeah we like to go for different things i think jurassic park's probably the biggest film we've covered yeah see i watched that about recently and sorry i know you're about to go but i watched that about recently and it's so slow it's so slow at the beginning i know there's build-up in a film but to be fair though I'm not the person to listen to because I love the second one more. I think The Lost World, um, a much more superior film, which I know is a bit... Mark Plant has left the recording. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have a word, I won't have a word said against Jurassic Park. Uh, oh, oh. It's, uh, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Peter Lee tomorrow. I'm going to drive down and fight your COVID <laughs> ass for that one. <laughs> 
Yeah, fair enough. I, no, I, I do, I do love it. And it's, it's all right. Um, no, what did I say? It's all right to hate the film. Dig, it's okay. Hard, to hate I don't hate it. Don't, don't have don't. opinions. Have opinions. It's what it's 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 what makes it's what makes the world. Uh, it's what makes podcasting yeah. world great. I'm just blocking yeah. you on Twitter as we speak. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just absolute filth. Filth, flan, filth. Uh, no, yes, I, I will, yeah, Sean. Honestly, really thanks. Honest, yeah. I've really enjoyed. I've really enjoyed yeah. getting to uh, to know your podcast over the, the past few weeks and get to know you online. Yeah, and no uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that you had me on to talk about one of your favourites. Oh, it, it's been an absolute pleasure. But uh, thank you, and thank you to everybody listening. You can find both of the podcasts, um, uh, myself and Max and John's, on uh, all the various social medias. I'm not going to go through them all because nah. I can't be bothered. Uh, wherever, uh, wherever, wherever Sean's getting bothered on social media, that means I'm there or Ben's there. <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, bless Ben. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mark, and uh, thank Cheers, you all mate. for listening. Thank you very much. Cheers, and thanks, thanks for your listeners. Cheers. <laughs>